0: Well, it is my privilege to be able to introduce uh, Toppy, who is going to be speaking to us today. Uh, If you joined with us uh, early in December, um, you may well have heard Toppy speak uh, once before. He did a fantastic job, preaching in our Revelation series and uh, Toppy is an elder at uh, Community Church in Chafford 100 which is part of the same family of churches um, that we're part of and uh, we are going to be hearing relatively regularly from Toppy who's going to be coming to uh, to preach to us from time to time and uh, so hopefully he's going to be coming a, a familiar face and so he is going to be preaching our next installment in our uh, Live Well Emotionally Healthy Spirituality series and we are really really looking forward to being able to uh, to hear from him so thank you so much for coming and being with us and uh over to you toppy we look forward to hearing what god has put on your heart for us thank you so much
1: good morning life church it's uh, great to be with you this morning um and it's great to be able to share with you on the current series that you're doing um live well looking at this whole idea of an emotionally healthy spirituality um you know as i was preparing a verse that just came to mind uh, to me was from third john chapter one verse two you know where john says writing to the church it says beloved i pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul and you know that's kind of just brought to my mind this whole idea that god you know wants us to um, live well you know he wants us to have this um whole like uh, this emotional this mental this spiritual well-being and uh, i just really pray that uh, this morning as i speak into this topic of um, daily rhythms that's going to kind of help us in this journey as individuals as families and as a church to be able to live well live the way god you know truly wants us to live so i'm going to pray now and then i'll go into what i believe god wants me to share with you today Uh, Mighty God, we just want to thank you for this opportunity to gather together, Lord, at your feet, Mighty God, to just learn from you, Lord as to how we can live well and I just pray that this morning as I share with your people that you'll speak through me Lord I pray that it will be your word Lord it will be a word of encouragement Lord I pray where maybe we need to make changes in our lives Lord that we will listen to what you're saying Lord and, and make those changes mighty God and I just pray that as an individual as individuals as families as a church community Lord that uh, you know we will be able to get into this place of having these rhythms these daily rhythms in our lives that draw us nearer to you Lord and help us to truly live well in Jesus name amen so yeah um, you know one thing that you we probably all agree with uh, with the lives that we live today is that you know we all live busy lives you know very busy lives there's always so much to do and we find ourselves sometimes even multitasking doing two three four different things at the same time but you know, busyness takes a lot away from I think the way God wants us to live. You know, it's not it's not bad um, to be busy, but you know, when we get too busy, uh, it can lead to overloading. It leads to exhaustion, and it tends to take a toll on us both mentally and emotionally. And not just that, it can often take a spiritual toll on us as well. And we just find that in the whole busyness of life that we're squeezing God in where we can. And sometimes we even get to the point where uh, the spirituality that we have or the spirituality that we live out in our lives is not maybe our own spirituality. It's not as a result of our own relationship with God, but it's kind of based on what um, other people's experience, other people's relationship with God You know, sometimes we maybe rely on what we hear on a Sunday to carry us through for the rest of the week. And I I don't think that's that's healthy because um, not having time to develop a, a real relationship with God, you know, this intimacy with God, it just takes away a lot from the life that we live. It takes away a lot from this whole idea of us being able to live well in Christ. And, you know, I was just asking myself a a few questions. Maybe we want to ask ourselves those same questions is, you know, how often do we get time to approach God in prayer? You know, how often do we read God's word? And as we read it, you know, we trust that God is going to speak to us, expecting that God will speak to us from his word. You know, how often do we apply that word in our lives? How often do we allow the Holy Spirit to lead us? And I think that, you know, these are all key things to developing that relationship with God that helps us to deal with the stresses that come from the busy lives that we live. Uh, many of us, we, we he- we've heard a lot about God, but we've not maybe experienced God truly for ourselves. Uh, Psalm 44 verse 1, you know, the psalmist writes and says, Oh God, we have heard with our heirs, our fathers have told us, what deeds you performed in their days, in the days of old, and I think sometimes some of us are in that place, yes we, we've heard these things. you know we've kind of people have told us about these things, we've heard about these deeds of God in the days of old it may be a, what happened a week ago or a month ago, a year ago, but we've never experienced such things in our own lives as individuals. And I think because of that, when we're faced with with challenges, when the stresses of life bear down on us, you know, we're very quick to worry. Uh, we get anxious and we panic because the, the, the relationship, the intimacy between us, between our Heavenly Father, it doesn't really exist. And I think that all of this, the worry, the, the panic, the anxiety, this lack of emotional healthiness as it were, is kind of it's inversely proportional to the time we spend with God so I think the more time we spend with God the less likely we are to panic the less likely we are to to worry and get anxious and looking at it the other way um the, the the less time we spend with God the more we are likely to to panic to worry and to get anxious you know I feel that to be able to live well to have this emotionally healthy spirituality we need to spend more time with him you know he needs to be the the center of our lives you know for many times life revolves around the job or maybe it revolves around family or maybe it revolves around us but actually life needs to um, revolve around god you know we don't have life revolving around other things and then bring god into it no everything is about god and it's Everything becomes spiritual and we don't have this kind of divide between some things being spiritual, some things being secular, as it were. It all revolves around God and then we are able to truly live well. And Jesus says as much in Matthew 6, 31 to 33, says, therefore, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. You know, all the things that um, that we worry about, all those things that make us anxious. um, How do we pay the bills? um, Thinking about um, our, our lives, thinking about our children, what's going on with them. Christ says, seek God first. You know, come to me first and then all these other things will be added onto you. I'll, I'll take care of everything else. And same thing in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 it says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. And there's just this idea that sometimes, you know, when we are laboring, when we're heavy laden, when we're stressed, we need to come to Christ because it's in Christ that we can truly find rest. You know, sometimes we feel that I need to work harder. I need to do more. I need to think more worry more be more anxious and that's going to solve it no it's coming to christ finding rest in him that's where we can truly you know find that 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 liberation that freedom that uh, our lives that we truly need that will enable us to live well so the question then is how do we make god the center of everything that we do you know how do we build up that relationship that intimacy with him it comes by spending more time with him you know we need to spend more time with God you know we need to um, take time out to just be with God to to rest in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so in the midst of the business of life you know busy with work uh, busy with uh, the family just busy doing lots and lots of stuff how do I carve out time to spend with God? And i think that's where today's topic daily rhythms comes in you know we need to get into this rhythm of taking time out out of the business of the day to actually pause and rest with god you know we need to get into this kind of uh, rhythm of activity rest in god activity rest in god activity rest in god know it's it's not it's not enough maybe at the beginning of the day to to spend time with god in in prayer studying the word which is great but then for the rest of the day we don't actually take time out to to spend with god because what you find is that by the time you're getting to the middle of your day you've not had much time to to think about god not to talk about hearing from him or listening to him but if we pause at different times of the day to actually say yeah you know what At this time of the day, I'm going to take time, I'm going to pause, rest in God, be with God, listen to what he has to say to me, then I get back into my work, get back into my activity, get back into what I'm doing with the children. Then another point, I pause again and what is God saying? Rest in God, Um, read something from the Bible, pray, think about him, meditate on scripture. And I think that if we get into this kind of uh, it's a rhythm, activity, pause, activity, pause, activity, pause, we bring God into what we're doing. We make him a part of what we're doing. We make him part and parcel of our lives. And we really get into that place where we can truly begin to, to, to we can live well and enjoy the fullness of the emotional health, the spirituality that God that God wants for us. And this isn't new. I mean, we see this in Scripture in Psalm 119, verse 164. Um, David says seven times a day, I praise you for your righteous rules. And so we get this sense that seven times during the day at seven points, David would kind of pause and he praised God for his righteousness. Praise God for for, for his word. You know, praise God for his righteous rules. In Daniel 6.10. You know, we see Daniel says when Daniel knew that the document had been signed, he went to his house where he had windows in his upper room open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. So Daniel in his life, he had this regular daily rhythm three times a day of praying and praising God. And um, with Christ as well, Um, we're told in Luke 22, 39, as he came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives and the disciples followed him, he went to the Mount of Olives, he went to pray. It was his custom. It was something that he did on a regular basis. And in Acts 3, 1, um, now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. So at that time, Peter and John were going up to the temple to go and pray. So daily rhythms, I think, has been has been part and parcel of the lives of many men and women of God that we read about in scripture. And it needs to be part and parcel of our lives as well, so that we can live God live well. You know, having those moments of intimacy, I think, with God at different points during the day will make a massive difference in our lives. You know, make a huge difference. You know, we invite him into our space. And when God is there, when he's in our space, it makes a massive difference. You know, then the challenge you're facing at work, you know, something that is massive, that is a real struggle for you. When God comes in, you see it with fresh eyes. You see it differently and you actually realize that in the grand scheme of things, before God, our maker, what you've been seeing as a big deal is actually not that big a deal. Um, you know, for me, over the past few days, uh, I've been, uh, we, had, we had a death in the family on, on Monday, one of my uncles, he passed away, it was my dad's younger brother, they were really, really close, um, my dad's little brother, and I've been really worried um, about my dad, he's taken it very, very hard, and it was a shock to the whole family, And uh, but when I've been able to kind of pause and focus on God, you know, I'm just reminded that God is on the throne, And I'm reminded that my heavenly father can look after my earthly father. And that kind of has been a great help for me in in lifting that that burden that's come from from worry, from anxiety, and just generally as well, the, the grief that's come because of what's happened. So I just really feel that pausing, taking time, getting to this rhythm of activity, resting God, surrendering God, activity, resting God, surrendering God will be really helpful for all of us in having lives that are um, healthy emotionally, healthy spiritually. So, um, you know, I've been um, going through this. the book, uh, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It's it's a great book. Uh, if you haven't um, read it yet, I want to encourage you to, to, to read it. It's really been helpful um, for me in, in my walk with God. And in that book, um, the author gives um, four practices to kind of help us, you know, when we have these times of rest and pause, when we take time out to, to be with God. You know, the first thing he talks about in the book is to stop. Uh, you know when you get to that point of pause stop you know don't keep on doing what you're doing and try and bring god into it No, actually stop pause Uh, in in the book he kind of refers it refers to it as a a mini sabbath in your day take a mini sabbath out and just pause and rest in psalm 37 verse 7 it says be still before the lord and wait patiently for him in 46 10 says be still and know that i am god so there's something about stopping and pausing you know, being still in the presence of God. Then he talks again about center. You know, we move into God's presence and we rest there. And I talked earlier about the fact that life should not revolve around other things and we bring God in. No, life needs to revolve around God. And so these are conscious points in the day where we actually move into his presence and we just rest in his presence. saying, Lord, Lord, it's all about you. And I just want to take this time out and be with you. You know, Acts 17, 28 says in him we live and move and have our being. Colossians 1, 17 says, and he is before all things and in him all things hold together. So if we move and have our being in God, if all things hold together in God, there's no better place to be than in the presence of God. So we can just enjoy him. We can just uh, just enjoy what he has for us and just just take time out and just surrender before him. Then silence as well is another thing. The third thing he talks about is silence. And um, if you're like me, um, you know everything, it's, we're, we're, it's always on. The phone's on and alerts are always popping through. Um, emails come in, messages come in. Um, we've got 24 hour news, everything. We live in an always on world. And we need to take time out from this always on world and just have moments of silence. You know, moments of internal silence where we just quiet and silence all those voices that are speaking and and just saying stuff. And also I think moments of external silence as well. So sometimes it might be if you're at work, you know, some of us are working for a moment, but when we are at work, you know, maybe it's just leaving the office, going out for a walk for just for a few minutes, just to kind of have that moment of silence, that moment of solitude with God. Now that moment when it's just, you and god and the last thing he talks about is scripture you know joshua 1 8 says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success i think there's just something there about meditating on the word of god you know focusing on what god has to say to us, how to how, how, what he has to speak to us through his word. You know, I believe that, yes, God speaks to us in in diverse ways. You know, he speaks to us through, through the Holy Spirit, speaks to us through words of knowledge, speaks to us through others. But I think the, the primary way, the main way he still speaks to us is through his word. And there's meditating on the word of God. You know, Joshua was encouraged to meditate on it because that was how he was going to make his way prosperous. That was how Joshua was going to be able to live well. And I think pausing at some different points in the day, meditating on the word is crucial, critical, you know, to us being able to live well, saying, "God, what do you want to say to me at this time?" And then just thinking about it, how do I apply this in my life? How do I p- apply it right here right now in what I'm doing, what I'm involved in? You know I think that um, daily rhythms are are critical, crucial, you know, for us as Christians. Life cannot be lived well. If we're constantly on the go all the time, you know, points different, different points in the day, we need to pause and just rest in our father. Uh, The Israelites, they had a daily rhythm of collecting manna. And I think that daily rhythm, you know, when they were in the wilderness after being delivered from freedom in Egypt, that daily rhythm of collecting manna brought them to brought them to a place of surrender and it taught them to depend on God. And I think we need the same. We need to come to that place of surrender. We need to come to that place of trust. We need to come to that place of dependence on God. And that comes by taking time to pause and to rest in Him. You know, intentional daily rhythms of prayer, times of solitude, times in the Word, will draw us into that place of deeper intimacy, that place of real relationship, that place of deeper reliance on God our Father. Now, you might ask, is is this religious? Uh, Because we know that, for example, um, Muslims, they pray five times a day. And are we trying to um, maybe say we should get involved in doing something that is religious? No, I don't think it's religious because we're not doing it because we want to score points. We want to earn our way with God. We're doing it because we want to build relationship with him. And the heart of this whole thing is stopping to surrender to God in trust. You know, it's not about them saying, "Lord, I've uh, I've completed the, the 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 third point of the day where I've paused to take time out with You, and I've ticked the box." No, it's actually genuine surrender, genuine time, a genuine time to rest in God. And um, there's something kind of beautiful about rhythm. Now, imagine when you're listening to a song that has a, a rhythm that you just can't get out of your head. And there's some beauty about it or you're watching someone dance and just the way the whole thing goes the whole ebb and flow there's just something beautiful about it and i think that you know i think what god is is saying to to you today in life church is that as you get into this rhythm of activity resting god pausing god then some more activity so resting god you know just pause see what god is saying to you activity resting god as you get into that on a daily basis daily rhythms this ebb and flow ebb and flow ebb and flow ebb and flow intentionally giving yourself giving ourselves to pause and spend time with him god is going to use it to do something beautiful in your life and not just individuals but families as well you know, building daily rhythms together as families. You know, God is going to use it to do something beautiful in families as well. And ultimately, I believe that God is going to use it to do something beautiful in the life of Life Church. You know, daily rhythms, these daily times of just spending more time with our Father, getting closer to Him, and God building something wonderful, something beautiful, in our lives. And uh, I just really trust and believe that, yeah, God is going to. going to do something something far greater than we can even begin to imagine or think let's pray mighty god we just want to thank you and bless you today lord we give you praise and we give you glory we thank you father for just speaking to us today through your word lord um, about um, this whole idea this whole concept of daily rhythms and i just pray for my brothers and my sisters and myself as well lord that we will have these times lord of just pausing and resting with you at different times during the day, Lord. I pray, mighty God, that we will center our lives around you, Lord. Allow everything to revolve around you, mighty God. You know, move ourselves into this place of greater intimacy, greater relationship with you, Lord. And I just pray that as we have these rhythms of activity and rest, activity and rest, activity and resting in you, mighty God, that something beautiful is going to develop in our lives, something beautiful will develop in our families and something beautiful, Lord, is going to develop in your church. So thank you and bless you, King of kings and Lord of lords in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you. God bless you all.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, Toppy. That was so helpful. So helpful to be able to hear from God's words in, uh, in terms of building daily rhythms and um yeah, we are going to let can I encourage you to look to put into practice what we have what we have heard today. And um, I Valter um, a number of times has been fond of uh, fond of saying, uh, were you were you blessed by to by what you heard today? And, uh, and and saying, Yeah, yeah, I was. And he said, you're going to be more blessed if you if you put it into practice. So let's take hold of what we heard from the Word of God and, and put that into practice and uh, and see that this is a way of us engaging and knowing god more and therefore growing in fruitfulness. Father thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your kindness towards us. Thank you for your patience towards us. Thank you for your love towards us and father we delight in you. Thank you that you are so for us and so passionate Uh, for us to know you more lord god and uh, i pray father we would take up this challenge of looking to have healthy daily rhythms uh, not for the sake of being able to tick something off not for the sake of being able to look good not for the sake of feeling like we're earning your favor but so that but so that we can enjoy our relationship with you more and more and so that we can grow in fruitfulness and love for you. Father, we pray that you would help us over the rest of today to know your closeness with us, to love Jesus more and to know the power of your spirit at work in our midst. We pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, it's been wonderful to be able to uh, gather with you. Thank you so much again, Toppy, for joining us and for uh, sharing from the word of God so helpfully. And uh, thank you so much to everyone for, for for gathering. It's been a real joy to be able to, to do this. May God bless you. May you know his love with you and see you next week at our next service. God bless.